Hello, and welcome to the One Hit Away Foundation podcast series. I'm Darren Sidibaka and the co-founder of One Hit Away Foundation, which is the only nonprofit organization in the country that dedicates resources for brain healing and brain health to athletes affected by sports-related concussions, and I might add, sub-concussions, which we'll talk a little bit more about. If you are interested in learning more about brain healing treatments and rehabilitation for sports-related concussions, this is the right place. And we thank you for your interest in joining us today. And also, as you know, if sports have been in the past or are a part of your life today, then you know that everyone is just one hit away from a sports-related concussion. Yep, that invisible injury. That invisible injury is the reason one hit away was developed to allow it to become visible, to allow people to identify that there's an opportunity to heal this wonderful brain that commands our resource center day in and day out for the good of our life. So today's title of today's podcast is just, it's, it's, it's just incredible because we're introducing a technology and, and a, a practice that I would say 99% of the people really aren't aware of out there that is incredible. So it's another Brainiac edition, as I like to say, because we're talking to the one of the Brainiacs on the West Coast. And the title of today's podcast is How Nuka Upper Cervical Chiropractic Works for Brain Healing. So today we'll be having an informative discussion with Dr. Alan Harrison about one of the most interesting and beneficial brain healing treatments for sports-related concussions and general-related TBI and a lot of other parts of the body, which we'll talk about and get into, which are remarkable, which is really the procedure of NUCA, which they call the gentle correction. And Dr. Alan Harrison is going to talk more about that. So I would like to take a moment and allow Dr. Alan Harrison to properly introduce himself to our audience today. So Dr. Harrison, you're on. Hey, thanks for having me. Good morning, Darren. And uh, yeah, Dr. Alan Harrison, I have a practice here in San Francisco, California. Uh, I've been practicing chiropractic, NUCA chiropractic for uh, almost 16 years. Um, I graduated from my undergraduate at West Virginia University, um, go Mountaineers, and a, a, a minor, <laughs> uh, my major was exercise physiology, and I had a minor in aquatic therapy. So rehab and injury prevention has always been really close to my heart. And then I went to Palmer College of Chiropractic in uh, Davenport, Iowa. Can you take a moment and just extend to the audience in terms of when you went to Palmer, do they have a opportunity to specialize in NUCA? It's, it's, it's an addition to the specialty of chiropractic work. Yeah, for sure. So um, the NUCA was founded. Uh, and so to kind of give you just a, a broad stroke here is NUCA stands for National Upper Cervical Chiropractic Association, which is a mouthful. So we call it NUCA. Uh, but NUCA was started in the 60s. Uh, Dr. Gregory uh, graduated from Palmer. Upper cervical had a long lineage uh, uh, coming out of Palmer College. That was the first college founded back in the late 1800s. And um, when, you, when I went there, I was actually focused on NUCA. I'd had some treatment before I went in there. But yeah, it, you have a kind of a um, extracurricular, if you want to call it, um, that you can take in that as you start to get into your clinicals. And some people may want to focus more on sports injury. Some people may want to focus more on um, soft tissue injury or um, 
different kind of extremity adjusting. And, and I kind of went the route of nuca and upper cervical chiropractic. Perfect. That's, you know, because as we talked in the past with a couple of your colleagues in the chiropractic functional neurology side, they Absolutely. took the side to specialize in functional neurology, chiropractic being the kind of the, the centerpiece. And then functional neurology is a one-off specialty in addition. Nuka is a, in addition to this specialty. I mean, as an, as a specialty, is that the right realm of thinking about it? Yeah, exactly. When you, Perfect. when you talk about, uh, yeah, like people you've had on your podcast or with the one hit away, uh, organization, uh, right. Dr. Azzolino, Dr. Ron, you yeah. know, they're going to look at, you know, functional rehab of the neurology side of it, where NUCA is going to look at a little bit more of the structural side and alignment. And then in the work symbiotically with, and when you talk about concussions, there's no one silver bullet, right? It's Correct. all the teamwork that's going to help this person get back to their function. And each one of those kind of has a specialty in that. Perfect. Uh, thanks for clarifying that for our audience. Dr. Harrison's NUCA center is called the Balance Atlas. It's located in San Francisco. Um, he uses, as we already talked about, the NUCA chiropractic care to improve the health and wellness in all areas of patients' lives, whether they're having problems with back pain, neck pain, or just want to start feeling better when they're waking up in the morning. As we all do as we get older in age, and uh, we always want to make sure that we're symmetric in our structure so we can alleviate those pains, which we'll talk more about in a little bit. Uh, Dr. Harrison takes a whole person approach in this chiropractic care, which means he's looking for, obviously, the underlying causes of the disease or discomfort or pain, and opposed to just treating the symptoms. And that's what we're all about at One Hit Away Foundation is the actual healing from the root cause as opposed to just symptoms and let that symptom just be problematic later on in life. Um, many se seemingly up, you know, unrelated symptoms often arise from imbalances, as we'll talk about in the spinal column, and Dr. Harrison will, is able to determine the root of the pain and create a personalized chiropractic and wellness plan to really suit each patient's individual needs. And that's what I understand most about what he's done over the few years that we've got, got to know him really well. Um, and one of the best things he does is that he has a he has kind of a holistic approach to working cohesiveness with um, the other neurologists, doctors, and so forth to make sure that the client's uh, needs are met from the root cause and healing. Uh, did I get that right, Dr. Harrison? Nailed it. Perfect. Um, you know what we like to say at One Hit Away Foundation is kind of the elevator pitch about how important this three pound brain is to us. Is that it's 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 incredible that sitting here talking to you and just walking through the day and exercising through the day and having activities through the day, our brain uses 15% of our body's blood. It uses 20% of our body's oxygen and it utilizes 25% of our body's daily caloric intake just to exist. It's taking the maximum it can take from body just to obviously allow us to excel in our day. But when you have a inflammation due to a subconcussion, multiple subconcussions or a major or a concussion itself from sports, you have the need for these percentages that the brain needs that increases dramatically because of the inflammatory and metabolic response from a concussion. And we, we always share with people, where does the brain find this extra, this extra strength to get more oxygen, more blood? and um, more nutrition for that brain. And that's what One Hit Away does is to call upon these experts, uh, experts to really allow these healing agents to come into play faster 
And that's what NUCA is all about, is to have a opportunity to open up an area in the, in, the, in the cervical side, which Dr. Harrison will talk about, that allows the brain to really receive nutrients even faster and a lot of other healing agents too. Um, but the purpose of me mentioning this is because the, the, the brain needs a lot of, lot of work when it gets into this inflammatory and um, metabolic response situation from concussions. And I would like to just on the surface, uh, Dr. Harrison, when you see a TBI patient come in, a sports-related concussion client come in, what are the few things that you see that are common that you know that your gentle correction would immediately start helping with? Uh, the first thing that we, we tend to see help with is sleep. Um, sleep regulation is, is in the, the brainstem. Um, and disruption of that, uh, fatigue, low energy, brain fog are, are common symptoms that we see with uh, patients with TBIs, subconcussions, concussions. Um, that is one of the, the most significant reported uh, improvements that patients tell us about usually within the first week of treatment is they feel like they fell asleep easier. Um, they felt tired when they were actually going to bed. Um, and we'll kind of get into that with sometimes uh, concussion patients have overexcited nervous system. Some are, are kind of hypo excited. Um, there's no one concussion that's the same, but uh, the rest is what we, we tend to see in the beginning uh, where, where patients report the greatest impact on their, what was their outcome eventually was the ability to start to sleep and shut down their brain um, in the beginning. Well, isn't it true that the brain is the only organ in the body that actually cleanses itself during sleep time and it's the sleep time for it? The most important. And um, you know, we'll, we talk about this all the time of the importance of that kind of regulation of getting your body into that, um, that routine of a sleep routine. You know, if we, we all have our phones that, you know, if we set our alarms in the morning, they start to tell you, tell you at, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes before, Hey, time to start winding down, stop watching TV, stop, right. you know, watching Netflix, stop looking at this phone, right. you know, get away from the blue light, start, you know, start winding down and always have a kind of a, you know, a time where you hit the bed 30 minutes um, each night within one another. So kind of creating a rhythm where you're not going to bed at 11 o'clock and then nine 30 and then one o'clock the next day is kind of creating that rhythm. So the body can start to get that rhythm of, having that CSF fluid come in at night and bring out all that waste. Um, you know, that's kind of like the car wash. Everyone likes to drive around their nice shiny car, but that's what your brain does at night. It, it waxes, it cleans and gets all that junk, um, all that waste product out of the brain. So having a healthy sleep routine, having a healthy sleep is so important to healing. In the pop, I, I got to get this up front because we may forget in the excitement of the other things we're going to bring up on board here in the population of, NUCA experts out there in the US. Um, you mentioned it's been around the presence of the treatment for 60 years plus. Um, how many of your colleagues are out there in the country that our audience can actually go out to and, yeah. and reach out to for, for this kind of rehabilitative work? Uh, NUCA is a, a worldwide organization. Um, so you can go to NUCA.org, O-R-G. Oh, good. N-U-C-C-A uh, dot and you can find a list of practitioners kind of in your area. There's about 500 
practitioners across North America, um, primarily in the U.S. and Canada. We have a couple sprinkled uh, through Europe, but that's the main the main kind of distribution. Perfect. Nuka.org to obviously find a way in your own region to see if uh, uh, you can start taking advantage of those immediate rehabilitative services for your brain and other parts of your body. Um, one Hit Away talks a lot about obviously brain healing with soft tissue and rewiring of neurons because that's really our, our play in, in terms of what the system really doesn't tell you what to do is that we're in a healing mechanism of soft tissue and reorganizing a symmetric or organization of neurons so we can get back in play uh, in life. And share with our listeners three or four reasons Nuka is proven to be a healing enhancer for soft tissue and or neurons. Um, take it from that angle. Yeah, so let's not get too down and deep into the uh, neurology, I guess, of brain. We don't want to put people to sleep on their commute or their, <laughs> when they're you. at home. But we'll kind of hit the broad strokes. But really, when we talk about neurons, um, we're talking about the cerebellum and what that is critical for in brain injury, brain trauma, and, and rehab. And so the cerebellum, really what it is... Um, the meaning of that means little brain. It's uh, huh. about 10% of our brain's size, but it houses over 50% of all the neurons of the brain. Wow. So it's incredibly important. And what its job is basically is to maintain balance. So it gets input from the receptors in our ears, which is called the vestibular system, that tells it where it is. And then it uses proprioceptors in all the joints of the body. So if you think about it, I use a lot of phone analogies because everyone's got a phone, but when you have a phone, right, you turn it on the side, it goes landscape or portrait. So if, you, if you're sitting at home and you put your hand out to your side and you don't look at your hand, you point up or you point down, you point left or right, you don't have to look at your hand to know where it is. That's the proprioceptors that are in the fingers and in your wrist. So what the brain uses or the cerebellum uses is basically it uses the vestibular system in your ears and it uses the proprioceptors all over the joints of your body to tell it where it is in space. And what happens with a brain trauma, repetitive trauma, head injury, is the upper head and neck can be misaligned. Now, the, the reason that NUCA focuses on the upper head and neck is the rest of the spine, you got 24 vertebra. The, the only the top two vertebra are basically the C1 and C2, and then the skull, there's no disc in between it. So the rest of the vertebra have a, a disc, kind of like a piece of cartilage, like a shock absorber that cements them together. It's a sponge that gives them a, a cushion, but the upper cervical spine doesn't have that. So it has a unique ability that gives us the motion to look up or down, to look left and right. So it's very versatile, but also because of that, it can be susceptible to injury. So when there's a trauma to that area, it can get locked into a position. Wow. And then basically the brain has to compensate. You think of mm. everyone you've ever met, you know, when they're looking at you, their head's in the center of the body. The, the brain uses a tremendous amount of its energy. When you talk about how much energy and oxygen and blood supply goes through the brain, all of that, a big part of that goes to just keeping us, our head in the center of the body. So what happens when the head and neck are misaligned, the brain has to still put itself back in the center, but it does that by tightening up the muscles through the shoulders, using those proprioceptors, 
through the mid-back, the low back, the hips, all the way down to the feet as this compensation. So now it starts to use more energy. And what this ends up doing is creating long-term injuries that we see in concussions where it's uh, dizziness, you know, again, the brain fog, the fatigue, the headaches, the memory issues. Those are all symptoms of this kind of long-term game uh, from from repetitive injuries. So you really mean it when you ask me when I talk to you frequently, hey, Darren, you got your head on straight? Exactly. (laughs) It's not just a catchphrase. No, gosh. Hey, well, since you talked about the element of that part of the brain, we haven't introduced the audience to actually how you make an adjustment. What, where is the adjustment taking place? And what, what is that gentle correction about? Yeah, so the, the NUCA method really comes from evaluation of, we look at the patient when they're in, their, in the upright position. Again, we're kind of going back to testing that vestibular system, looking at the proprioception, how's the cerebellum working, how's the neck, head, uh, communicating. Um, so you stand in a machine, basically it shows, it sets on your hips and are the hips high or low as the body rotated or twisted and have head and neck off to the center. And we look at those before an adjustment and then after an adjustment. And before we do the treatment, we take, uh, basically the NUCA method takes five x-rays. We take three x-rays of the head and neck before a treatment is rendered. So there's a view from the front, the side, and then kind of from the top down, to measure a three-dimensional blueprint. It tells us, just like a fingerprint, those misalignments are unique to each patient. And so it tells us how to move the patient from that position. And it gives us a specific vector, like a direction of how to move the head and neck back into a proper predetermined position. And based upon that adjustment, um, we're contacting the C1, which is also called the Atlas. And we come up with a formula of how the head, the atlas, and then the cervical spine have misaligned and rotated. Gently move it back into place. If the patient lays on their left side or their right side, depending on what the x-rays show. And the adjustment um, is about three or four pounds of pressure. So if you think about when someone takes your pulse over the neck, if you kind of move that up kind of right behind your ear, that's where the atlas is. And about that amount of pressure, maybe a little bit more, um, is the pressure used during the treatment the treatment's a, not a kind of a quick uh, thrust or anything like more traditional chiropractic. It's a longer correction where um, it's several pushes, if you will, over about a two or three minute period. We'll get the patient up, check them back on those postural measurements and make sure they're balanced. And then the first time after their first treatment, we'll take two post x-rays to verify we have it back in the correct position. And then after that, we're kind of just going off the postural measurements. We're not taking x-rays on patients wow. each time they come in. It's kind of a, once we figure out that that formula, it goes back into the same place. It's very GPS-like. It That home address is your misalignment and when we put it back into its predetermined position, that is reproducible. That's incredible because obviously that gentle correction puts you back in a symmetric spot uh, for your spinal cord and your brain to start living again. And there's so many individuals relative to whatever injuries or thoughts or recreation they've been through in activity, they get asymmetric real quickly. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden they start in- incurring symptoms that they blame on other things and they go the wrong way. And I'm just being frank, they can go the wrong way in a hurry with for treatment or and or prescription drugs. And so this is such a relief to know for our audience that this is a great place 
to start and to continue on to stay symmetric for the right reasons of the brain and the spinal cord. Great stuff. Um, a typical patient, not that any patient is typical because the brain is very different, like a thumbprint, as we know. Um, but let's just say how many sessions for, let's say, sports-related concussion individual comes in, high school, college, athlete, professional athlete, um, whatever sport, uh, typical symptoms come in, um, and they come in and you have how many sessions do you think? And I know it's going to be hard for you to answer specifically, but in yeah. general, give our audience kind of a flavor. How many sessions would you think that individual would get to get back in order of clarity? And also how long are these uh, treatment sessions? It's a great, great question. And like you said, it's, it's, there's a spectrum, but the promise is you don't get to leave your first visit until you're level on those measurements. So that is a guarantee that when you leave the first visit, that will be balanced. Absolutely. Wow. Now, how long it stays in that balanced position is definitely different. And I, I talk about expiration date a lot is what's the expiration date on that alignment. And it depends on sometimes how long it's been there. Um, if we've had a, you know, an athlete that had this, you know, multiple sub concussions or concussions or TBI, right. and then they're seeing us a decade later, right. That expiration date is going to be real short. Like it may get them back in place and they may last a couple of days and then they need a trip. So to kind of give you a gist, I usually see patients about once a week for about six weeks. I kind of look at it and say, if you're getting out past six weeks, we're kind of starting to guess. So um, I'll usually check most patients at that period. And as we get closer to the six week period, most patients are holding their alignment. We talk about holding their alignment in the NUCA world is that they're staying in that position. We put them in that alignment. The head is balanced and centered over the shoulders, over the pelvis. And when they come back next time, are they, you know, 5% maintaining that? Or are they 90% maintaining that? And what we want to see is as they start to get closer or further out in the treatments, how long it's going, that they're really maintaining that alignment for long periods. Because the, the benefit of the NUCA treatment is, and kind of why it was established, is we wanted to be able to find a root cause of the posture becoming out of alignment, trying to correct that, and then setting up a potential where they can actually maintain that for long periods and allow that vestibular, you know, cerebellar proprioception system to come online, start to heal around that, and then build new muscle memory in this aligned position where I become pretty obsolete in this whole picture eventually. That's, that's the goal. And when an individual, because treatments are considered, you know, physical, muscular treatments, and a lot of people say, if I don't stay with the treatment or stay on the regimen, I can digress. And how does a patient know that they're after five or six treatments that they're again digressing? Do they have the same symptoms or they don't feel right? Is there anything specifically they can kind of like say, okay, this isn't, I still need more work? Oh, I, I think that our patients, one of the most common pieces of feedback that we get from patients is that they can tell what it's like when they're in alignment and they're balanced and they can start to tell when they go out of alignment. That's key. Right. But they never, so, but prior, but prior to that, they never had a comparative source. Exactly. And they can just start and and it's different. They may have come in with, you know, migraines or headaches and those have really resolved. And what they notice when they're out of alignment is um, my, my mood isn't the same. My temper has become short again. 
my concentration isn't as sharp. Um, I'm not sleeping as well. You know, my spouse tells me I've been a little bit snappy, right? They, they get some, some cues that may not be what their, even their initial symptom was is this is what's telling me. It's kind of my check engine light. Something's off. Yeah. I need to get a tune up. And, yeah. you know, I had a um, wide receiver uh, from Stanford and they're you know, retired now, but I saw him five, six years ago through your, through your foundation and came in with migraines, wasn't able to really concentrate at work, hold down a job, got tremendous uh, improvement from all that. Right. And I just saw him last week and it had been two years. So, and what he was noticing is that oh, over the last month and a half, the headaches had started to come back, but it had been you know, 18, 20 months that wow. they were really gone. Um, and his wife was kind of like, oh yeah, you know, remember Dr. Harrison helped those a long time ago. <laughs> Darren and Jill sent you there to do that. So, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let you. me go back. I've been so long since I've seen him, I forgot. So that can be, it can be a, a period of like, they can go long periods and, and, and be great with that. And then that gets far enough out of alignment. It kind of triggers some of those old, those old muscle memory and they just need a little tune up. This is great. Um, um... Let me let me ask you the, the other question. Is there any side effects of NUCA gentle correction for people? No, because there's no, you know, manipulate. And I guess the way to put it is I'm not shoving anything. The body's not, I'm not pushing the body into a position where I'm like, I want it to be in this position. Let's move it. I'm really just moving the atlas. You're talking about millimeters because the weight of the head is 12 pounds. Yeah. It has a profound effect when somebody stands up. But it's there's no like, oh my gosh, that's, I'm going to feel really sore. There's no uh, health issues related with it. Um, yeah, so it's it's a very gentle correction. I mean, we take care of really young kids, and kiddos, and athletes all the way up to athletes that have been retired or uh, for a long time. We'll put that uh, PC right uh, that everyone can be a candidate for this and it's very gentle. So there's, there's really no risk. I've, I've had patients with surgeries through the cervical spine um, and through the different, through different parts of their body. And they, they can still have the treatment because it's extremely gentle and safe. Well, I'm going to take a moment to share my side effect with working with yourself. The side yeah. effect I had was very comparable to being in a hyperbaric oxygen therapy uh, chamber for two hours and I come out of there with a, my brain is feeling fresh. I, I, I got an aware system. My alert, my alert buttons are on in a good way. I feel fresh. I mean, after my, my NUCA uh, treatments, I feel the same way. My brain is like turned on again. And, uh, it's just an amazing, uh, adjustment, uh, gentle correction that does so much for people's body. And it's just, that was my positive side effect that it just gets contagious. Cause I know it's there for me for the future. Um, right. The, um, the passive adoption in the medical community, let's hit that briefly from your side. How's the medical community itself, American Medical Association, adopting or, or partnering with NUCA from your side? Uh, well, you know, we've had NUCA tends to get along very well with other practitioners. <laughs> uh, we're, we're kind of seen as a specialty or a subspecialty within chiropractic. Um, I, I would guess that if, if you kind of pulled most MDs or if someone asks their, their, you know, their medical doctor about chiropractic, there's going to be 
50% for it, 50% maybe says something against it. And sure. a lot of it might, might be without justification or just something they heard from another colleague. But right, right. With, with NUCA, the main concern with most MDs is kind of manipulation of the cervical spine. That's mm-hmm. where they, they're like, ah, I just don't have anybody touch your neck or twist your neck. Um, with NUCA, it's so gentle that uh, once we sit down and talk with you know, spine surgeons, neurologists, they love the concept of it. It makes sense of like, because right. what's, if someone, you know, gets hit on a football field or has a, has a head injury in a car accident, what's the first thing they do? They stabilize the neck and the spine because they don't, oh. they, they're worried about that atlas as they're a fracture in the upper cervical spine. Outside of that, there's really nothing inside medicine that, that really addresses that. So when they know that there's someone who can take really, very specific imaging of that upper head and neck, be very gentle with it and accurate and predictable and reproducible. It's really in their, in their world. And they love medicine loves metrics. So mm-hmm. we have lots of just like the, the functional neurology side, they have lots of metrics. Um, we have all these measurements to show how someone's improving visit to visit. We have all these measurements and metrics off of our, our x-rays to help it be precise. So yeah, in my, in my world, they uh, I have a big part of my practice that comes in from other healthcare practitioners um, because we should. Hey, we're a trusted authority in this area, and we're going to be very safe with that with that patient, and kind of get them results they're looking for. Fabulous, fabulous. It's just um, the, the 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 hand in glove fit, as you mentioned, with the matrix, soft, gentle correction. Uh, helping their work get better, your work get better, cohesiveness of work together for the right patient. It's just so great to hear and comforting. You've already talked about some of the common symptoms of uh, TBI and sports-related concussions and how NUCA helps that specifically through sleep and so forth. Um, share with what you've recognized in the past and your experience about the, and they just relate your understanding of the damage of sub-concussions that sports and athletes just don't realize. Can you give them kind of a, a, a commercial about the, I would say, the awareness of subconcussions they should have, even though they're not experiencing the concussion symptom? I mean, it's the starry-eyed migraines. Yeah. You, know, kind of, you go ahead with that. For sure. So, I mean, football season started. Concussions are kind of the, you know, that's always the, the top topic of discussion. And we all kind of have that image of someone getting a helmet to helmet, um, you know, hit causing a concussion, someone getting carted off or, you know, helped off the field. And that's such a, that's actually, you know, a very small and specifically with now the help of rule changes within these sports and how they train. Those have probably taken a little bit of a a decrease, but the sub-concussions are increasing. And I, I know I've heard you speak about this before. I don't know if it was a lecture, if it was a podcast, but um, you know, a, a linebacker in an average season that may never have a concussion that year may still take, what, 2,500 hits? Right. Exactly. Um, you know, they have these accelerometers in the helmets to measure these now um, from, from practice, the game time. And it's those hits. It's the kind of most tackles in football and rugby um, uh, headers and soccer, when you're being checked against the boards and right. in hockey uh, or in, in, in field hockey lacrosse, those are what end up building up 
over time and just just i mean these impacts that it just because the brain's still effective we just don't notice it right away and again this is we've probably been talking about subconcussions for 10 years ish now um but i they're starting to see that well some of these people with with cte may never have actually had a full concussion diagnosed Correct. it was just from all these subconcussions building up and it's um it's kind of like you know we're, we're talking about the giants going to the playoffs right now and a pitcher that's wears out their arm over time and then has like the tommy john surgery it's right. not like they had one injury that blew the arm out or blew the elbow out it's that all these repetitive micro strains over time and that's the same thing we're seeing with these like subconcussions building up and their their influence i mean the difference is there's a surgery to replace that you know the muscle through the elbow there's not a surgery to replace yeah the damage to the brain. So, which is why it's so important with what your, your organization is doing, helping spread this, uh, this information and getting people to the right practitioners. Thus take it that point. Let me take it a step further for the audience that's listening. Dr. Harrison said it: the multiple hits over time, those of you who experience multiple hits to the head because of the sports that you love over time and currently, and you don't have a real serious concussion, just know you're, your, your lower part of your brain, uh, lower part of your neck, or the, higher, the highest part of your neck right before your cerebellum, your cerebellum and your C1, C2 is being moved around so much in these hits. So keep in mind, if you're involved in a sport that gets a lot of multiple hits to the head, your neck is being moved around right next to your, your brain. And this is exactly why Nuka is here. It's an incredible because the brain has no pain receptors at all. And it's not going to tell you I'm hurt. It's not going to tell you unless you have cognitive features that are sharing with you, you have something wrong uh, or you're feeling symptoms, but it doesn't have like if you hurt your brain and inflammation and so forth, it doesn't have pain receptors to say I'm broken. So keep in mind, it's kind of a hint. If you're involved in sports that have this constant hits to the head, you are moving around that neck area that Dr. Harrison and his colleagues work on in NUCA that can really get involved in the healing process. So you minimize your cognitive tragedies potentially down the road. So I just wanted to throw that in. And I think you agree with that, right, Dr. Harrison? That's absolutely perfect. Um, in terms of the sports-related concussions themselves, getting into a little bit, just real briefly, what do you see as the most common one or two neurological disorders, if not treated or healed properly, that you've seen occur, not to frighten our audience, but just to give them a heads up if these yeah. things don't get healed, soft tissue and neurons and symmetric and so forth with the atlas. I would say top would be headaches, migraines, and migraines are obviously a spectrum themselves. It can be just a very light sensitive um, word kind of coordination. Um, so memory issues, ah, attention, yeah, like just yeah. not having attention spells. Also, I'll see a lot of younger athletes um, almost like a personality shift. Mm. You know, I have parents sometimes are the first ones to say, oh, they were doing great in class or they just, their attitude toward that is, has changed or they were really outgoing and kind of become like a little bit of a wallflower. And especially there's, you know, high school athletes, so many hormones developing, everything going on, a, a trauma at that, that, that time can be kind of catastrophic, just their growth and development. So friends and family members seeing that change, you know, as holidays come up, well, I noticed they were this way last year and all of a sudden they had a trauma over the summer. And I've noticed this, right. Teachers seeing the same thing in grades or concentration or outbursts. So 
that would be the thing is headaches, migraines, memory issues, concentration issues, uh, overall just mood uh, and behavior. Um, Yeah. And then dizziness vertigo. That's some of the bigger things we'll see, especially with um, some high level athletes. It's just imbalance. And you talk about, think about when you, the coordination it takes to tie your shoe, you're running late, you got to put your shoe on your own one foot trying to tie it. The coordination that has to take place between all those centers in the brain just to do that. And to have that just imbalance and inability to do that by standing up or even sitting down and feeling things moving around, that can be a huge key that you know something's been a little bit sidetracked in the upper head of neck. Well, we're seeing a lot of that. These, uh, you know, the fortune, the validity and, and the, the, the strength of one hit away is becoming perpetual throughout the nation. And we're getting a tremendous amount of recipients this year. And we're seeing a lot of the recipients coming from sports that have a tremendous amount of sub-concussions and real concussions, and they just never had a resolution of where to go to get their healing process in play. Let me just name two sports. Number one, professional rodeo, young, young athlete sport. They're usually not in it for many years because their brains do get, you know, shook up pretty hard. And another one, we just centered our 2021 documentary that we just completed and it's on our website today uh, in October of 2021. It's also, it's centered around the surfing community. And think of the surfers out there worldwide uh, coming off and hitting this water you know, multiple times a day, multiple times a week, multiple times a month. And uh, hitting water is like cement, as you know, and every, the audience knows itself. And we see a lot of these disorders that are coming in and they're asking for help, for help and hope because they don't know where to go. And the, the symptomatic relief program in the system is there and wears off in a couple months and they're right back to where they are. They're even more confused. So getting to the root cause and healing with NUCA, functional neurology, hyperbaric oxygen therapy, uh, all the modalities we talk about, uh, specifically, this is not just, as you mentioned earlier, not a one tool process, but starting with the neck in NUCA is incredible. And I just want to put that advertisement out there because we want to encourage all athletes who are feeling the same disorders. Hey, this is, this is invisible. Let's make it visible and get the Dr. Harrison's in your life. It's awesome. Um, for those, uh, I'm going to get to start wind this up a little bit, but for those who are back to a full life after the brain healing treatments with NUCA, with nutrition, with oxygen, combination thereof, or thus necessary as, as they see fit with the help of their MD and their concierge, um, what is your advice to keep their brains healthy? What would you say there are five or three, three or five things that you always leave your, your, your and have with your, your clients? Always keep these things in mind to keep brain health center play uh we talked about it a little bit earlier was that sleep regulation and uh you know everyone's got 40 pillows around their around their bedroom it's finding one that kind of supports you kind of look up or you can just google you know good sleep position so having a uh, a routine around when you go to sleep having a proper kind of ergonomic setup for how you sleep um like you talked about your nutrition like Garbage in, garbage out. When you're when you're when you're healing that brain, and you talked about how much caloric intake, like what 300 calories is what the brain consumes just daily by itself. Do you want that to be good calories coming in, or do you want that to be kind of garbage Twinkies coming into it? What right, you put right. in is what you're going to get out. So you want your right. brain to heal better. Put good stuff in. So we talk about that part of nutrition. 
ex- exercising daily. And that's the one thing, you know, in the beginning with our, with athletes that come in, what is the, the biggest struggle is that they don't have an off switch a lot of times. So it's, it's getting them to turn that down while they're kind of healing in the beginning and then starting to ramp that stuff back up to where they can get back to doing regular exercise because that's the really just a key vital part of our, our existence is getting that blood flow, de-stress and oxygen into our system and then keeping your head on straight. Yeah, perfect. That's a perfect way to segue into winding this up. But before I do, is there anything we missed that you want our audience to hear more about that I didn't ask you as, as the professional you are in your space? Uh, no, I think you, we've, we've really hit it all. If you have more questions, you can go on our website, uh, thebalancedatlas.com. If you're here in the Bay Area or just want questions, or if you're looking for an upper cervical practitioner in your, in your area, you can email us from our website, or you can go on nuca.org and find someone in your area. This is, this is perfect. My head is on straight, and I'm excited about this to, uh, to unleash to our audience. Uh, being the only nonprofit in the country uh, dedicating you know, brain healing uh, resources to sports-related concussions, we have so much work to do as a team. And we look at the Dr. Harrisons of, our, of the world as our village. It's our, we lean hard on these medical professionals to help our, our wonderful athletes, youth to pro, um, and female and male, all sports. And as professionals such as yourself, Dr. Harrison, throughout the country, to give those affected athletes this invisible injury to become visible and corrected accordingly so they don't experience tragic cognitive issues down in their life and really have an opportunity to live a full life they all earned and deserve. Um, so you've already mentioned how people get a hold of you, thebalancedatlas.com. Please take a look at the website. Uh, it'll be on our uh, website in terms of our, our website today. We'll just kind of put a little memo out on our website and our strategic partners so you know that's there. But we want people to be educated on this. We call it educate, obligate. Once you're educated, you become obligated to treat yourself well. And this is a wonderful place for people who want to look at it. Just a great reason to uh, get your your brain back into a treatment process it deserves. Um, So thank you for your time and expertise. This was a fascinating discussion. Incredible for audience. I look forward to another one down the road. Uh, as we wind down into another topic that I know we can center in on. Um, And most importantly of all, our website at One Hit Away has a tremendous amount of information. So please visit our website uh, at onehitaway.org and you'll see a various amount of information that you can take in your personal life and also in your professional sports life to make sure your brain is at optimal, optimal space and optimal place for you to have a wonderful life. As our motto is at One Hit Away Foundation, One Hit Away understands the brain can change your game. And hopefully our podcast today allowed you to change your game with the perspective of healing. Dr. Alan Harrison, thank you. And our audience, stay, stay passionate and stay safe and healthy. Thank you.